Hey, welcome to episode 82 of Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. This week's a little different. It's a really short week. There's only three days of listening going on and walking because I went backpacking on the weekend previously with my wife. So I took Monday off and then Friday, well, it's the first day of my vacation. So I slept in and uh, we're going up to Sun Peaks for vacation. So that's why there's no Friday. Lots going on in the middle of this, though. There's Twitter spaces. Got to listen to... Um, some other really great things and you'll have to take a listen to hear what I heard. All right, without further ado, here's episode 82. I'm Alfonso Mendoza, host of the My Ed Tech Life podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Carpenter. Fresh Air at 5 is my regular attempt to exercise by walking about my neighborhood to take in podcast content, then reflect in an unedited video, which I finally post to my Twitter channel. This podcast will be a regular collection of the audio from these selfie videos. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresh Air at 5 or check out my website, BrianCarpenter.com, for other content I have created and collected. Hey, PLN. It is Tuesday, July 26, 2022. Today is a beautiful day. Yesterday was a beautiful day here. And uh, when I woke up, I slept in yesterday morning as my wife and I on the weekend, we went backpacking and put on 20 kilometers out in uh, the forest, out in Manning Park, east of where I live. And uh, my backpack was 50 pounds. We took all kinds of luxury things with us and uh, ate really well. And so it was heavy. Um, we walked back and you know I was tired so I slept in on Monday morning well I slept in later uh, I was going to get up and go for my walk around 6.30 or 7 but by the time I did it was already warm I had a couple things to do and uh, one thing led to another and I didn't get out for my walk yesterday it was like 33 degrees in the afternoon so it was too hot to walk and I did not walk but here I am today it's 5 o'clock in the morning when I got started this morning and now I am walking all right, this morning as I'm out walking, I listened to episode 79 of the uh, Overthrowing Education podcast with Batsheva Frankel. And as I was walking and listening, Chris Nessie was her guest on the show. It was called EdTech Past, Present, and Future. And Chris talks to Batsheva about his EdTech journey and how he got into Google Docs in the early days in 2008 um, and had his students working with these tools to uh, create content and write reports and do things and push the ed tech envelope in his classroom by just trying new things and it's fantastic Chris to hear more of your story as uh, you have shared with Batsheva and Batsheva thanks for asking all the great questions and uh, 
you know, my experience with EdTech was that I started a WordPress website in my very first year of teaching because I'm like, that's probably a good idea. I was using PowerPoints for my lesson slides. That's where the content was coming from. And But I had a WordPress website for students. They could go and find content from what I was doing in the day. Okay, I got it. I'll be right back. One thing. Hang on. July 26, 2022, one more thing as I'm walking along and still reflecting on what I heard from episode 79 of Overthrowing Education with Batsheva Frankel. She had on guest Chris Nessie, and thanks Chris and Batsheva for your thoughts. Um, I was talking about how back in my early days of teaching, I started a WordPress website, and that WordPress website was there for a couple of reasons. One, I could put my content somewhere online. That would be the content like my PowerPoint and the PDFs of my worksheets that we were doing and even just some of the activities in a um, shape of the day that I would put on there and my students came to expect that I would have it there because they wouldn't necessarily write it down because they knew that Carpenter would put it online and they could find it. I was getting emails from students by three o'clock in the afternoon um, from my last class going, uh, Mr. Carpenter, you haven't updated your website yet. Can you can you do that so I can, I can work on my homework? And uh, Saturday school would happen and students would be um, relegated to Saturday school for behavioral issues or other things that would happen um, and uh, the, the, the vice principal that was there would be like okay do you have your, your work and they're like uh, no I don't have my work and they're like uh, you're, you're in Mr. Carpenter's class right and they're like yeah and she's like go to the library and print your work you got work to do and uh, so that was another way that, that the tool was used uh, as a way a repository for students that did not have the work in front of them and uh, in my second semester of my first year I was the cart teacher and I had a cart and I would travel between three classrooms um, for my three classes that I taught and doing so it was very difficult for me to have all the paperwork with me all the time for you know those few days last week that the students weren't there and I would just have them go to the library and print it for themselves so yeah we were cutting down some more trees but the point is that the content was stored somewhere so that's my experience with EdTech Chris, thank you for your thoughts. And Batsheva, thank you for your thoughts about EdTech. And it was a fantastic to hear both of you talking together. Uh, so carry on. Have a fabulous day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. The last thing for July 26, 2022. Okay, this reflection here is not about a podcast, but it was about a internet experience yesterday that happened I was sitting in the kitchen getting ready for dinner I looked at my phone and there was a notification on Twitter that said that Mrs. Kanikins is starting a Twitter spaces called spaces test spaces or something like that and I'm like oh Twitter spaces I've been I've heard about it. I listened to Chris Nessie talk about it, and uh, it was fantastic to be able to jump into a test Twitter space. And Cami Kanikins is an educator out of Alberta, Southern Alberta, and she was given Twitter spaces a try, seeing how we could use this and leverage this and how she can use this in her educational space. I'm gonna try to do something like that here with Fresh Air at Five, see if we can get some guests on that are not walking with me as per se, right with me, but. We can maybe record one morning and uh, have a topic and talk about something. And I'm going to have to plan out who's going to join me so that it's not just me on the air all by myself. 
like right now because that's what I do. Um, but we can have a conversation maybe about a podcast that we have listened to recently or, um, you know, something that they have to share. And uh, we can use Twitter spaces for that. Tricks are how do you record how do you record your twitter space is it automatically recorded the audio i'm not sure um it was great to see darren malte join the party yesterday and there was greta from argentina and others there was many others and i followed a number of you after the twitter spaces had ended i'm following you now on twitter so my pln grew just a little bit more yesterday than it was before all right so i just wanted to give a shout out to cammy and cammy is a faithful long time listener of the show and she's going to hear this probably on Saturday morning when she's gardening in her garden um, because that's what Cammy does is she listens to my episodes and uh, talks about her and just is there and it's I appreciate you Cammy I appreciate that you're taking time to listen uh, to the ramblings of a guy walking in his neighborhood all right that's it for today have a fabulous day bye Hey, PLN, Wednesday, July 27, 2022. This morning, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek of how this is going to go down today. It's going to be a little different than regular because I just listened to a podcast as I'm out here walking because I need to, because the temperature today is going to be so warm here that I can't do this later. But uh, what I want to try today is Twitter spaces. Have you been on Twitter spaces? I have only on one occasion been a participant of Twitter spaces, and uh, I'm going to host actually this morning at seven o'clock Pacific, my very first Twitter spaces, uh, so that I can use that as a way of possibly connecting with others around the world um, um, so that we can have a voice conversation and do some reflection on podcast learning that we have done. Um, can I take it on the road with me? I don't know yet. I'm, I might be able to, uh, but can I listen to a podcast with others at the same time while I'm walking on the road like I've done with my side-by-side guests, uh, Joanne Weatherby, Tim Stevenson, Tim Cavey, um, at, a, at different occasions and have those conversations. So that's what I don't know. But this is about learning. This is about trying. And uh, I've got a couple of guests for sure that are going to join me this morning at 7 o'clock Pacific time. And that's uh, different time zones for themselves. And uh, they're going to join me. And we're going to talk about podcasts that they've listened to and have a brief conversation about possibly how can Twitter spaces be leveraged in our um, reflective practice. And how can I do that here on Fresh Air at 5? Okay, so this has nothing to do with what I just listened to. I'll share that on Twitter spaces. And so I'm going to try to grab these different daily chunks and put them here on to the daily on Twitter, but definitely the whole conversation will be part of episode 82 of Fresh Air at 5. Thanks. Maybe see you there? Okay. Okay, bye. Oh, if you do come, your homework is to listen to a podcast and uh, be able to summarize and reflect on that in two minutes. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Good morning. This is Fresh Air at 5 First Go, and we are going to attempt to, uh, record this uh this conversation uh, about fresh air at five and podcast listening and so this is my very first attempt at this my name is brian carpenter and i am the host of fresh air at five the podcast you can catch that on spotify apple podcasts and other places that you live 
All right. So I guess I should keep keep on talking as uh, time is ticking on here. I've got about five minutes before my guests come in. Uh, so I will talk to you about uh, my podcast and how it got started, how it gets going. Um, the, some of many of you that listen to my podcast already are aware of this, but some of you may not. So, uh, yeah, Fresh Art 5 started for me in an effort to get some exercise and not pay for a gym membership. And I'm like, the street's there, my running shoes are there, and I put them on and started walking. And while I was walking, I started listening to podcasts and educational podcasts. And I'm like, this is the time that I can spend to listen to podcasts. I did so. And in doing so, um, I was able to uh, learn, learn and to get some professional development. I did that for a little while um, um, before I started my video reflections that I do now. Um, but my, my thought was that if, you know, podcasters are out there podcasting, it's a great idea that, to connect with them because they are real people and they, they, they need a connection as well. So I reached out and would, you know, put a response on Twitter, say, hey, I like your podcast, what I thought about it. And uh, that evolved into a selfie video um, format that I have started and uh, have taken on now. And is that's my primary way of recording on my podcast. Um, I, I really enjoy this method of video reflection because I can see myself. Uh, good morning, Cammy. Good morning. Uh, nice to see you here. And I uh, wondered if you're able to hear me. I hope so. Not sure if I can hear you yet. So I've got a guest, Cami Kanikins, out of Alberta, southern Alberta, who has decided to join this morning and uh, is going to come in and talk about um, her learning about podcasts. Tim Stevenson from Langley has also stepped in and is joining the conversation this morning. Tim and Cami, I'm not sure if you can hear me. Are you able to hear me? If you can, request to join at the bottom of the screen by pressing the microphone button, I believe, and then you can. Cammy said she can hear me. So requests. Oh, my goodness. I'm learning. This is a learning thing this morning. We can go allow Cammy to speak. Good morning, Cammy. Good morning, Cammy. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, sometimes I know that... that, uh just in my short experience, it's sometimes hard to get people on, yeah. like into the speaking mode. And then sometimes I could hear you. I thought I was here, like I was set as a speaker, but you couldn't hear me. So I just got to keep trying, pressing those buttons. Till Absolutely. Something works, I guess, eh? Absolutely. Good morning to you and Cammy and Tim. Tim is a fellow educator in uh, Langley, British Columbia, Cammy. He's down with us and, uh, He's a science guy. Yeah, three, <laughs> Science 360, exactly. Tim, Tammy yeah. listens to me talk about your, pod, your podcast all the time because she is a faithful Fresher at Five listener. Yeah, I've heard the name several times. <laughs> all right. Well, I was hoping that uh, Chris Nessie was going to join us, so he might even join us from New Jersey uh, this morning. But uh, this, is, uh, this is a first attempt uh, in learning, so this could be a fail. No, no, it's not one of those. But if we don't try, then we don't grow, right? That's the, yeah, that's the whole point. That's the whole point of, of, of trying new things. Um, my uh, first guest experience on Spaces was on Monday when I saw a Spaces invitation pop up in Twitter. And it was Cami starting a Spaces to do a test space. And she had a number of people step in and uh, join and... I was able to speak on that. And that was, that was pretty cool. Cammy. That was as we're going this morning. Um, I, I went out for my fresh art five walk this morning because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do all this while walking down the street, but that's, that's maybe the second or third step in this process of having 
guests walk along with me on the street as opposed to live guests like Tim Stevenson last week when he and I went for a walk in his neighborhood and uh, talked about podcasts that we were actually listening to together on a speaker, external speaker on our uh, on my phone so that uh, we could both hear the conversations from the podcast and then um, reflect on those in, uh, you know, in real time. So um, the, the, the homework that we were supposed to do was to listen to a podcast before we got here this morning and be ready to share two minutes of reflection that you have about that podcast, up to two minutes. And then I'm going to take the audio from all of this and put it into episode 82 of Fresh Art 5. That's going to come out this Friday. So, um, Cammy, would you like to get us started or would you, should I get started this morning? What do you think? Are you guys able to hear me? Why don't you Why don't you lead by example, Brian? Lead, lead by example. Good morning, Chris. Mr. Nessie is here. He's a listener. Chris, if you'd like to jump and join in on the conversation, you're welcome to. Uh, just press the request to join at the bottom, and I will let you in. All right. So this morning for Fresh Air at Five Out Walking, I uh, listened to episode. I believe it was fifty five of Just a Teacher podcast uh, with Trav Golter out of Australia. And Trav had on guest Elizabeth Smith out of the United States. And she was talking about um, SEL and arts integration. And uh, this, what was really curious about this podcast this morning, uh, this episode, was that Trav started off by apologizing that the first episode he had was called part A and he was going to release part B later but then when he released part A he released the whole thing in one go and that was the whole show that was the whole conversation that he was going to have with her instead of the second part so this morning I got to listen to part B which was the second half (laughs) that was actually good to go back and listen to again because she talked about the importance of SEL and arts integration and how arts can be a part of our SEL discussions with students And it starts off with a teacher mindset about SEL learning and how that needs to become a mindset of ours um, as opposed to an extra add-on. Add-on. Then once we're there, we can have the um, art um, be part of that so that – oh, my goodness. So that we can can have the art be part of – I don't know how to do this. Hang on. I'm trying to do a couple things at once. Chris is trying to join. There we go, Chris. Chris now should be able to speak in a moment. Um, yeah, so as we have our art being part of SEL, that we can use art as a way of students expressing themselves and sharing what's going on with themselves. And, you know, it, 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 it was it's a really great conversation about how art can be integrated into SEL learning and make it more normal and natural in our classroom space. So that's my reflection on episode 55 of Just a Teacher Podcast, and I will hand it over to somebody else. Good morning, Chris. Welcome from New Jersey. Hey, good morning, Brian. How are you today? Good. Yourself? Are you on your treadmill, like you said? I am. Does it, I hope that sound isn't coming through. Well, if it is, that's part of the reality of Fresh Air at Five, is that we have room noise and, and road noise, right? I guess so. Yes, so? <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you that might not know, Chris Nessie is the host of the House of Ed Tech podcast, and he was the uh, the, the, the prodder that, uh, and, and encourager that got me to where I am today with my own podcast because one cold early December morning I was out walking listening to his, and he called me out on House of, House of Ed Tech and said, Brian, you should really start a podcast. And well, a year and a half later, here we are, Chris, still ticking along, and uh, I think it's a great thing. So thanks so much. I wanted to say that to you personally. And uh, yeah, Chris, um, 
Did you listen to a podcast this morning or have so that you got something to say? I did listen to a podcast this morning. Uh, however, <laughs> it was not an educational podcast. As I, I don't know if that was part. No, of No, no, that, that doesn't matter. If you listen to a podcast and you've got something to share with a listening audience, that would be fabulous. Um, I've got Cami Kanikins from Alberta also here. She's ready to go and has listened uh, to a podcast. So either Cami or Chris, take it away and share your reflections and tell us the name of the podcast, episode number, and uh, what your reflection was on that. Well, if Cammy's ready to go, I will defer to her that she's ready, and I will go. I will go third. All righty. Okay, I'll hop in. So I'm Cammy Canikins. I'm from Medicine Hat, Alberta, and I have uh, been binge listening to a new podcast, a newer podcast called Control the Chaos Edu. It started about in March, and it's by two uh, teachers or two gals from Pickering, Ohio, Stephanie Howell. And Tara Trekman. Stephanie's a technology coach, and Tara is a behavior coach. So together, um, their podcast, I would say, focuses a lot on the intersection of technology and instruction and behavior. And so they focus on lots of things like executive function. And um, I've been binge watch or binge listening um, to catch up on all their episodes. Yes, Brian, in my garden uh, while I'm puttering out there in the summer. So the episode that I just really loved was episode, I'm pretty sure it was 13, and it was with a lady named Leslie Altman, who is from Australia. Now, I've been following and connecting with Leslie on, on Twitter for a couple of years, and she's just a fascinating lady. She's a Google innovator, trainer, and coach, but the interesting thing about that was she's retired, and uh, she talks in the, in, in the podcast about going into the Google innovator I think it was in Sydney in 2019. And she looks around and she says, I could be everybody's mother in here. In fact, I could be grandmother to some of these people. <laughs> and so it was just so beautiful to listen to Leslie tell her stories of teaching in the Australian small town experience in the 1970s. And so, you know, Brian, I know you and I were would, would have been students in the 70s. Yeah. Um, but she was even in a smaller town. So she talks about like, the kinds of things that she had to do to provide unreal learning experiences for her kids. And this would have been in a time, you know, very traditionally structured. This is how you do school desks and rows and paint, you know, mm -hmm. like very, very traditional. And she is not that traditional lady. And so I just had uh, such a good time listening to Leslie really tell stories of teaching uh, throughout the decades in a time when she was, what did she call it? A stirrer, a stir up. I don't know what they have an Australian word for kind of someone who stirs the pot and, you know, an innovator, what we would call them now. So uh, that mm. was a delightful podcast. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. So that was episode 13 of Controlling the Chaos podcast. And the title of that podcast is Chaos Queen of the 70s. So that's got yes. me intrigued, Cammie. So thank you. That's going to be a new to me podcast that I'm going to put into my deck. And uh, now I have another podcast to listen to. Excellent. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much, Mr. Nessie. All right. So uh, once again, my name is Chris. I'm the host of the House of EdTech podcast, also the founder of the Education Podcast Network, of which Brian is a member. So shout out to Brian and Fresh Air at Five, of course. Uh, so the podcast that I want to share that I listen to, uh, again, this is something I call a guilty pleasure podcast. <laughs> it is brand new. Well, it, it's a few weeks old. Uh, it is called Pod Meets World. And it is a Boy Meets World rewatch podcast. And the hosts of the show are 
uh, I'll use the character names, uh, Sean, Topanga, and Eric from Boy Meets World. So they're doing a rewatch of the ABC TGIF show Boy Meets World. And they're maybe eight or nine episodes deep into this, but not all the episodes are about episodes of the show. So episode six, and I guess this is maybe where it ties into education, is with the actor Bill Daniels, or you may know him as Mr. Feeney. And it was a conversation with he and his wife, who was also on the show for a little while. And it was just a great episode to get some insight into Bill Daniels as an actor, talking about Knight Rider, his experience, obviously, <laughs> on Boy Meets World, um, what went into becoming Mr. Feeney and how, you know, Mr. Feeney, this fictional teacher, has inspired, you know, so many people of the, I guess, the 80s and 90s who became teachers and want to emulate Mr. Feeney in the classroom. So in some regards, I think of myself as a much younger Mr. Feeney tater. Uh. <laughs> who is trying to inspire students and, you know, show that he cares about the kids and, you know, they're just more than data and, you know, points on a graph. And I try to make connections the same way that he made connections. So it was just really good. And if you enjoyed Boy Meets World and you're looking for a little behind the scenes type information, it might be a show you want to subscribe to and check out. Excellent. Excellent. There's another new podcast for us to listen to. Point of the, of sharing our podcast listening is so that we can uh, grow and expand our library and our, our, our minds as well. So that's great. Thank you so much, Chris, for that. Tim Stevenson, do you have a podcast you want to reflect on and share with us? Yeah, sure. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately that are kind of related to um, what's going on in British Columbia and actually all of Canada with the Truth and Reconciliation thing. And um, so I've been listening to a lot give me kind of insight into um, uh, the, the indigenous people, how they related to the land and, and some of the experiences that they've had to deal with over uh, the history of all, all of Canada. And uh, one in particular I've been listening to uh, is a fairly new podcast that is it's not directly an education podcast, but you learn so much. And I guess that's part of my rationale is I don't listen to a ton of podcasts that are specifically um, about teaching. I listen to podcasts that teach me something that I can then take to and teach. And so the one I'm referring to is called Nerdy About Nature, which is um, a guy by the name of Ross Reed. He uh, He's a, a West Coast guy here, and um, he started doing uh, YouTube um, videos to end on Instagram as well, just sort of teaching you know, about nature and how do you identify some ferns and various uh, different organisms in the forest and stuff. And, um, but then he thought, well, I'm going to start a podcast. And he's had some really in-depth conversations about um, really the, the, the history of um, Canadian um, you know, resource extraction, how we've come into the region and said, uh, we're dominant now and we're going to take everything and uh, the way we've mismanaged the land. And when I look at the curriculum for the grade nine science course, um, one of the major units is called um, uh, the interconnectedness of matter. And mm -hmm. everything about this is the interconnectedness of how um, humans, um, you know, animals, nature, how we all are kind of work best when we're working together and not taking advantage of each other. And the most recent episode I listened to, which was really good, uh, was called, it was, it was episode seven, it was called Old Growth Forests, Constructive Activism, and Breaking Down Colonialism. Mm -hmm. And it's a long discussion. He uh, Ross tends to – I've had Ross on my podcast. In fact, uh, 
quite honestly, I would recommend you listen to that episode on, on my podcast with Ross Reed. It's called The Poetic Beauty of, of Nature, The Poetic Beauty of Science, I think it was called. And um, it's worth um, it, it's, it's worth to because he's got such incredible and it's, it's, a, it's a mindset that you can take to your classroom. And especially in an era in Canada anyway, where, where this is a major theme. We're in British Columbia now, students can't graduate without taking a First Nations course. And so obviously this is a thrust in education. And the more I listen to these things, the more I realize this is a necessary piece of information, a piece of education that all students should, should have. Um, we, don't have, we don't have a good history with dealing with the First Nations people. Canada is not the, you know, um, the polite, hey, I'm sorry, people in reality that, you know, the world kind of pictures Canadians. Uh, we've got a sordid past when it, when it comes to dealing with First Nations. And this is what I've learned a lot about recently, and uh, I continue to learn about, and I bring this knowledge to my students and help them understand. So that was episode seven on Nerdy About Nature. Excellent. With Ross Reed, right? Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Tim. I appreciate you sharing that. And, uh, you know, it's true as, as teachers in our way, our understanding of the First Nations and Indigenous groups that are around us needs to be more um, injected and part of the normal fabric of our classrooms than it was when I was growing up. And there was no mention at all about no. Indigenous peoples, right? You know, and my learning about Indigenous peoples actually, and I'm part Indigenous, and that has been suppressed in my family history and past, has really come since I became an educator back in 2000. And uh, eight, you know, and, uh, and learning indigenous learning and and still today, I'm still very new and very, you know, in, uninformed um, as 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 an indigenous person myself. But I'm learning more about my own history and uh, and, and, you know, how the, the land and the, the world interacts together and that worldview. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much, Tim Stevenson. Appreciate that. That's Astro Stevenson on Twitter. Science 360 podcast host. We've got Vicki Heipel out of Montana or Idaho, I believe, who's on the line. Vicki, hi. Good morning to you. Good morning. Yeah, definitely from Montana. And I didn't think I was going to be able to make it, but I'm glad I got to listen to you guys. It's been so Excellent. Excellent. Uh, how's, the, how's the weather in Montana? We here in British Columbia, we're at, yesterday my wife's car said 38 degrees Celsius and uh, very humid um, but, uh, we're in a, in a kind of a heat wave here. Are you guys experiencing something similar in Montana? Um, not where we are actually. It's been kind of, we had a longer spring and it's been a lot of days of, um, 82, 84. I think in this coming week, we're probably going to reach up in the nineties. So yeah, it's, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Vicki, did you do your homework? I did actually. I'm a podcast junkie, so Excellent. I'm listening all the time. Excellent. Yeah. So I started listening to a newer podcast. Um, that I hadn't heard of before. It's called Learner Collaborative. And I think it's probably mostly about coaching and things like that. But um, as Tim was saying, I try to take things I hear and then and then how could I use that with students, um, even though I'm not necessarily a teacher coach. So one of my takeaways from episode eight, um, Katie Martin is the interviewer on the Learner Center, Center Collaborative. And she was in, um, interviewing a lady named Michelle and they were talking about um, teacher training programs and just how some of those um, programs are just starting to get even better and better, right? To give teachers more um, support at the start of their career 
um, than we have been used to, I guess, in, in our, in our past. And I love how she talked about that her teachers that were helping support her really were intentionally giving her feedback and making sure she understood that, that it was feedback and not evaluative, but something that would help her grow um, each day. And they would celebrate with her, but they would also say, um, be really intentional about asking questions to help her push past what she was doing and, and grow in that. And just how they were saying, we need to make that the norm, the people getting feedback and, and having that growth mindset to grow. Um, and not just that it's, our norm, but that it's absolutely necessary for, for growth for anyone. And so just, I'm thinking about how I can um, use that in my class with students and how I can um, use that intentionally. Mm, yes. Well, that's uh, that, that, that makes us vulnerable though, right? You know, you, you ask somebody their opinion, you might actually get it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think um, just knowing though, that it's important to, to be the person that's asking the question a way that isn't um, I don't know, a, con, a conflict kind of a question or just saying, hey, you do this in a poor way, but saying things like, I saw you do this. Was there a reason you chose that? Because sometimes when people are doing things, they haven't even thought about, oh, uh, what was my reason for choosing that book? Or what was my reason for using that question? And mm. if you can, and you can start by giving feedback by asking questions and just being curious, yes. that, that helps them think through the process on their own and grow. And then just really, really love the process of getting feedback and helping having someone help you think through it on your own. Yes, yes. You know, that reflective practice of getting feedback and then thinking about it and doing something with it is so very important. Um, back in my early days of teaching, my very first year, I finished up my first year of teaching. And at the end of June, I told my students, I said, OK, it's time for you to give Mr. Carpenter a report card. And they're like, you want us to do what? And I'm like, yeah, what's your thoughts on how my teaching was. And here's a, here's a form and there's a, a one scale of one to 10. And it was back on paper back then before Google forms or other means of digitally collecting the information. But uh, I put it out there. My colleagues are like, you're asking your students what they think of your teaching. I'm like, well, why not? Like I'm here to do that. And that's part of what I need to do. And even to this day, I've done that with my, they're like taking aback, going, you want to hear what we think of teaching? I said, yep, this isn't going to affect your report card. But, you know, I do have feelings. So keep that in mind when you're giving me your feedback, <laughs> right? You know, because we, yeah. we can be pretty nasty when we are, you know, like our students grow up in the social media space and feedback can be very harsh, right? Right. You know, and bullying and things like that. Um, but uh, I, I do value their opinions about my, my motive and means of teaching and the content. You know, I teach media design um, in my in my building. And so I've got a lot of latitude about how I approach that. Um, you know, I need to teach in the design process, which is not is, is the, the curriculum. But how do I get at that with the technology and tools that we use? You know, I want to know their opinions and thoughts on those things. So, you know, it is vulnerable, makes you vulnerable. I, I still haven't looked at mine from this past year because the end of school was crazy and I'm teaching summer session right now, but I will look at those evaluations before I get going in the following year. So yeah, yeah. yeah I think so. That's a great to be thinking about it as a vulnerability and just to, you'll notice that if you try it the first time and you're vulnerable, that more people are willing to be vulnerable with you and, and grow with you. And I, I think even if you're just chicken to do the end of the year thing, like you're talking about, you can just ask simple questions throughout the year, just really easy feedback questions within your class time. Yes. Right. Yeah. And just get that process started for yourself in that manner. 
Right. It doesn't have to be this big summative report card for the teacher. It could be like, how did this lesson go today? You know, like what was your favorite part? What was your least favorite part of how we did our learning today? You know, absolutely. Yeah. Even, even things like, instead of just saying, do you have any questions? Say, what would you like me to explain better? What's one thing that you didn't quite get and opening yourself up to say, I might not have been able to do this perfectly for you the first time. Just even that simple question changed a little bit yourself up for more feedback from your students. Yes. Excellent. Well, that's kind of like what we're doing right here with this Fresher at Five First Go Twitter Spaces conversation. We've got Phoebe and Felix out listening out there in the world somewhere. We've got Tim Stevenson, Cami Kanikins, Chris Nessie, and Vicky Hyper as uh, speakers in our Twitter spaces. And th- this is a, th- my first attempt at trying to do this and, and learning about this new platform that could possibly allow me to have guests along my morning walks with me. Right now I'm sitting in my yard because I wasn't sure what I needed and how I, you know, I needed my computer sitting here, but I have had my computer. So I've looked up all the episodes that each of you have talked about. I will include those in the show notes of podcasts to listen to. And I don't think I'm going to be able to parse this out into the daily tweets that I do, but it'll be part of episode 82 of Fresh Air at Five. Um, Any of you have thoughts on how I could leverage Twitter spaces other than what I've talked about a little bit here um, to make it maybe more effective for Fresh Air at Five, my podcast? Well, you know, um, Brian, you could probably develop a significant amount of momentum if you did this on a regular basis. Like if you pick the time and, uh, you know, you just threw it out there yesterday afternoon and you've got um, six people joining you. Yes. So it goes to show you um, that these spaces do have um, some value and, and people find them worthwhile. So uh, if, you, if, if you really wanted to, like take on another thing. You know, like yeah. you can only take on so many things. Yes. But if you wanted to take this on, I suspect you could um, g- get quite a bit of momentum going. If you said, well, every uh, Wednesday morning at seven or whatever it is, you know, yeah, it, could, it would probably work. OK. OK. So that schedule, having it scheduled so that it's regular. Chris, Nessie, you've got uh, your Thursday evenings that you do. How is uh, how has that been having those scheduled? You did those in the spring. I'm not sure if you're doing them in the summertime, but did this, the scheduling of it have a, bring people in? Scheduling definitely helps with this. Yes. Because, I mean, unless you've got a super uber large following on Twitter, you know, the odds of people just randomly joining in are, I think, low. So if you're going to use your podcast episodes and your website and just to announce that you're going to do this, in advance, uh, yep. doing it on a regular basis certainly builds consistency, and yep. then people will come to count on being able to show up. Um, but just advance notice is my biggest tip. Excellent. Okay. Appreciate that, sir. Appreciate that. Cammy or Vicky, thoughts at all? I think I like the idea of a regular, you know, like, oh, it's Wednesday morning at seven o'clock. I have to go walk with Brian and the gang, and, uh, you know, whether we all chime in a little bit like this morning. I think that was nice. It'll, you know, you'll have to decide what you can control and take on as you flip it into your podcast. So, you know, you'll have to play with that a bit and, and fit us into whatever that looks like for your needs. But, um, you know, if we're out walking anyways and listening, well, why not be part of a live conversation? Yeah. I like that. I like that. You know, so this is the, this is the closest thing. The first thing that I've seen that could be leveraged for, uh, 
not walking side by side with me, but having a live conversation while I'm out walking. You know, I've got data in my neighborhood and yeah, it's personal data on my phone, but that's fine. That's the whole point of, of having tools is that we can take them with us where we go. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have to look into now the next step beyond this is what does this recording look like? I don't know. So that I'm going to, I'm going to have to do some work on that today. Once I get the audio and figure out how to download that and put that into audacity. And, uh, I, I know Chris, you could help me with that if I need some help with that, but I'm going to have a go at it myself first before I get, um, get too far down, you know, for, for asking help. So I'm going to give it a try and see what I can do with that. So yes. Wait, real quick. Yes. Do you, are you aware of the steps you need to take to get this audio already? No idea. No idea. Oh, okay. Well, I I can tell you, would you like a little heads up? (laughs) Sure. Okay. (laughs) Because, Because it's not the easiest. So right now, once you stop this and you have, you know, got that recording, honestly, there's no place you can go to easily get it. So okay. since it's the first time you're doing this, and subsequently, the only way to get this audio is by going into your Twitter security profile settings and setting up that manual or requesting that download of all your data from Twitter. And you get that zip file on your computer. And then there's a folder that would have the recording of this, which is, I'm going to be honest with you, going to be a pain in the neck if you're going to do this on a regular basis. Okay. Uh, okay. So you're going to have to do it for the first one. Yeah. Uh, and I will actually, I'll DM you a link to a blog post that gives you the full directions on where you go, what you do and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what I would recommend, check out the app Flowjin, F-L-O-W-J-I-N. And they've got a way that they will archive and make readily available your recorded Twitter spaces. Um, so if you want to have a conversation about that on the side, let me know. It's something I'm also experimenting with. Excellent. Why is Twitter not making it more accessible or easy to do? Cause it's Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems bizarre that they'd make it so convoluted. Well, it, it, it's, it's difficult for this use case of, I want to be able to use it on the go. And then you're limited to only resharing the tweet that'll happen after that this happened. Um, the easy way to do it is. Brian wouldn't be walking. Brian would be sitting and have his phone hooked up to some other device that would record it. But for Brian, that defeats the purpose of saying, I'm going to walk and talk at the same time. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got some work cut out for us. And the rest of you, know, you heard that this isn't necessarily going to be the easiest thing in the world. But uh, technology necessarily isn't easy, but it is good. Right, Chris? Just give it a try. <laughs> Just give it a try. And that's exactly what we're doing. All right. Well, I want to thank you all for joining me. Uh, we've had about a 30 minute conversation this morning. Um, we've heard about four different podcasts, controlling the chaos, pod meets world, nerdy about nature and the learner centered uh, collaborative podcast. So those are four new, as well as the one that I mentioned was sure with Trav Golter out of Australia. All right. Appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for joining me this morning for this Twitter Spaces experiment and a great conversation. And you can look forward to hearing your voice on episode 82 of Fresher at Five coming soon to a podcatcher near you. Thanks, Brian. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Chris. See ya. Bye.
Today, PLN, Thursday, July 27, 2022. Out here for Fresh Start 5 right now. It is about 19 degrees Celsius, headed for probably a high of 33, 34 degrees Celsius today here. And so I got up even a bit earlier than my normal summer get up and uh, was out the door just after 4.30 this morning. Um, the sky is uh, clear and all across southern British Columbia the sky is clear and we have rising temperatures and a heat wave warnings uh, so we're not in the heat dome we had last year but it is pretty toasty um, so we're doing our best to stay cool and do things early so that we're not out in the heat of the day uh, doing those things. All right, so this morning as I'm out walking, I listened to episode 111 of the EdTech Bites podcast with Gabriel Carrillo, and he had on guest Shelly Sanchez Terrell, and it was great to hear their conversation. They were live and in person having the interview at the Pearl. I don't know where that is. It's in San Antonio. That's what I do know, and I'm going to Google it to find out what the big deal about the Pearl is and they were at a bakery sitting there having some fruit tarts. Gabe, what I noticed was that you didn't eat a whole lot on this episode of the podcast. Whereas when you do a not in person, there's a lot more focus on the food and uh, talking about the food as opposed to just the conversation you had with Shelly. Probably the live space and the distractions that, that go there. Okay, so on this episode, Shelly and Gabe talk about... Uh, parent communication, teacher parent communication, and how to go about doing that well and how and, and routines for that, just like classroom management and so many things. There are many uh, different ways of thinking about it, but it is something that's necessary to communicate with parents. Um, do you think that it has to do with the age of the student uh, and that there's more parent communication necessary when they're young compared to as they get older? In this episode, there's lots of strategies. I'm not going to go over all those things, but then some technology to assist, learning management systems, emails, remind, class dojo, other things. All right, that's all. Got to go. Thanks so much. Bye. One more thing for July 28, 2022. Okay, you know me. And as I get to the two minute and 15 second mark, I'm looking at my timers I'm recording because that's all the time I've got for my video content that I can put into Twitter. I have to hurry it up and wrap it up. So I got more to say about episode 111 of the EdTech Bites podcast is Shelly Sanchez Terrell and Gabriel Carrillo talk about teacher-parent communication and the hows and the nuts and bolts of their modes of doing things and uh, having template emails, having uh, means of you know, not procrastinating and putting it off at the beginning of the year. Um, so these are a lot of questions that we have to consider and we have to have those plans in place. Otherwise, if we're just gonna wing it, well, we're not gonna wing it. We're going to be reactive when something happens and it's not necessarily gonna be great. Uh, paper trail is important so that digital um, record, uh, so that you have a communication record of with your parents. Phone calls are all right, but there's no digital uh, record of that. Um, so if you're gonna have a phone call, maybe follow it up with an email so that you do have a record of it. That's another idea, you know? So phone calls are personal and, uh, you know, they, they, they uh, 
allow you to hear inflection and talk, but I think following up with an email, if you do have something like that, would be important. Um, and at what point do you get in, uh, administration involved? Right away, when there's parent communication that's in a negative way, or do you try to deal with it yourself and then get in, been involved so long as you have a digital record of said? Um, Yes. So those are those are just some thoughts that I've got. Um, I'm going to be asking a couple couple uh, po- fellow podcasters this question this morning. So they're, if they're listening to this right now, they can start thinking about it. But uh, what is your parent-teacher communication plan for your upcoming? September of the school year. All right, Shelly, appreciate hearing your voice, your joy for what you do. And Gabe, enjoy those fruit tarts. All right, that's all. Talk to you. The last thing for July 28, 2022. Yesterday, if you followed what was happening with Fresh Art 5 yesterday, I gave you a sneak preview that there was a Twitter Spaces conversation coming to you, um, the listeners, and you could participate in that to a point um, if you did your homework. And the homework was to listen to a podcast and have a brief uh, reflection like I do here about what you learned in the Twitter Spaces. So I ran a Twitter space yesterday morning and I had on the, as, as speakers on the Twitter space, I had Cami Kanikins, I had Chris Nessie, Tim Stevenson, and Vicki Heipel out of Montana. And so we, it was really cool to look and see the demographic or the geographic of where we were from New Jersey to Alberta, Montana, and Langley to my uh, west from where I am. And uh, we even had uh, a listener into the Twitter spaces, two listeners, uh, one from England, and his name is Felix, and another uh, listener, Phoebe, and I did not catch her Twitter handle, so I missed that. So Phoebe, if you're listening to this, um, please, 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 you know, reach out so I can include you in that uh, conversation from yesterday and add you to my uh, PLN for jumping in it and taking a listen. So it was my very first Twitter Spaces and uh, was inspired by Chris Nessie and Cami Kanikins to, uh, you know, give it a go. So I did, and we had a fantastic conversation for about half an hour. Now, I'm trying to bring you that conversation, but because Twitter Spaces is not as, you can't just download the audio that you record, um, it does record, it puts it into the Twitter Spaces um, space, um, but to use that otherwise, getting the audio out can be a challenge. Chris Nessie helped me out understand a little bit of that before we hung up our call, uh, but uh, I'm waiting on the zip file from Twitter. So I've got a lot of content out there, so maybe, I don't know, maybe it's gonna be a big amount and take a while. So hopefully I will have that conversation included in episode 82 of Fresh Air 5 coming out this Friday. All right, and that's it. Happy end of day for you. My one word for 2021 is appreciate. I appreciate you giving me a listen as I've created this podcast experience for you. It's a unique Blinkist or Cold Notes version of the content I take in, like a highlight reel so that you can hopefully find other interesting podcasts you may not have considered before. I've recorded the specific podcast episodes in the show notes for your learning convenience. Please subscribe so you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. And if you enjoy this podcast and its format, share it with someone else. Tweet about your experience or give it a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Fresh Air at 5 can also be found on Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here and on the Education Podcast Network. Podcast for educators, podcast by educators. I hope you have a fantastic day and get some fresh air before the day is out. And take care of yourself because you're worth it.